Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to You Down, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Do you think like knowing about a stereotype impacts how you go through life? Yeah, definitely. Like, have you guys gotten the dominatrix stereotype before? The dominatrix I'm a six foot one black woman. Why am I yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got that when I was twelve. Oh, yeah. okay, damn. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to You You Down, Down, a podcast where four funny honeys come together to talk about what's going on in the culture. I'm Yasmin Mune Watkins. I'm Ashley Holston. I'm Shakira Janae And I'm Mamiya Aforo. But collectively, we are known as Obama's Other Daughters. (laughs) (laughs) And today we want to know, You Down with Stereotypes? In these times of mass division, stereotypes are more prevalent than ever. From stereotypes around your age, around race, sexuality, or that one about all women knowing how to cook. Hey, okay, I I only burned my kitchen down two times. Wow, two too many. Burned it down? You know, just set on fire a little bit. That's burning it down, yeah. It's nothing about being a woman. She's just a bad cook. (laughs) There are stereotypes surrounding almost every group of person. But before we talk about how those stereotypes affect our lives, let's check in with each other. Ladies, what y'all love and what y'all hate? You guys, (laughs) I hate cramps okay Ooh. i mean who d- who mm. loves cramps mm. but sorry if it's tmi right now i'm really going through it <laughs> talk it about like it <laughs> i took some medicine so i'm doing okay but once a month 
I have a moment where I'm like, <laughs> why? Like, why? But really, why? <laughs> Eve, why did you eat that damn apple? <laughs> it's if so that's really unfair. why we have our period. I don't want to blame women, but we are the ones with the periods. <laughs> it sucks. It's and then so I get whack. mad at my brothers for not having their period. Yeah. Uh, like, why do guys get to go around without ever having to experience this? Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's, not it's the most unfair thing in life. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's not <sighs> hyperbole at all. <laughs> um, this week, I'm thinking about how much I love the beach. Like, I feel like anytime I'm in the water or swimming or like connected, like I'm if I'm having a bad week or whatever, like going to the water just puts me back in a place of like zen and calm. Like if I could just like swim in warm water like all day, I would be like, ugh, I have lived a life. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You don't know how to swim. You're black. <laughs> oh, oh, we, we going to get into it. Was that it. too soon? <laughs> That's beautiful, yeah. As I, I, as somebody who doesn't know how to swim, appreciate hearing what it feels like to, uh, <laughs> to just to float. But do Not you like yet. to go to the beach? You can go to the beach, mommy. Oh, just yeah. You don't know. I love you a swimsuit and a lay on the beach. Okay. Are you okay. kidding? But it's so, especially when it's so hot, you got to swim. Wow. You got to like... Or you can just stand in the water at yeah. the beach. Or you can yeah. go to a pool. I love water, but I hate sand. Oh. <gasps> yeah. There's sand everywhere. That's something they don't tell you about. I love we said like a United O, like it was a travesty. Yeah. 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 I mean, sand yeah, is. We get it. It, it is. is a travesty. We get it. Horrible. What you love? What you loving? What you hating? Uh, I was going to say, I'm loving um, picking up... Uh, New skills? I don't know. I, I'm picking up the piano again. Oh, I used to play when I was a kid. And okay. I was like, I want a new skill. I want something. I want to learn something. Um, and I saw this really cute piano. And I was like, I, I have the money to buy it. Let me get it. So um, <laughs> I learned a song or I like made up my own song the oh. other night. And I'm like, I'm going to have so much fun on this thing. Did you buy a keyboard or a piano? Because you said you got the money to get a piano now. <laughs> I mean, I do got the money to get a piano. No, okay. um, <laughs> I I got a keyboard. I don't have the space for a, like a piano. I but, know. Uh, That's why I was like, oh, well, I oh, mean, I, I was picturing you putting a like a baby grand piano. On do y'all top even of know me? Prius. I'm a minimalist. I would never buy a piano. I know you, Ash, but you said piano, and my head went to like, dang. But y'all know what I mean. Well, I'm talking just just a little keyboard. Just, it's not I little though. I, don't, I didn't want to disrespect though. it. I feel like when mm. people say keyboard, it's like a toy, a oh, child's toy. I've been toying around with, I'm trying to use that word, but it doesn't have anything to do you with what I love segue. this week. Um, there's no segue here. I love cheese and I don't eat it at the time. <laughs> okay. And right yes, now, cheese. I, uh, so I went to TJ's and I got this That's dessert. Trader Joe's for those not in the Trader know. Joe's. Yep. Trader Joe's called a Kinefe. It's like this Middle Eastern cheese dessert with like <laughs> syrup on it. It's what? Oh, I and did like, not expect that. After you said cheese so dessert. 
I know. And the thing is, I only put the sweet stuff on half of it because I wanted it to be sultry for one side and then like a little like... <laughs> sultry, wait, sultry cheese? Sultry, like... Savory, savory. Savory, savory. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like picturing cheese being like, ew, hello. Oh, sexy. Seductive. <laughs> I mean, it is sexy. It do be that way, though. When you pull that cheese apart and it be pulled, that string. Yeah, that's porn. <laughs> that that's is porn. porn. It turns me on and it gets me going and I have... <laughs> oh. So then after... <laughs> No, no, I'm just kidding. But I did. And then I had a cheese omelet uh, today. <laughs> just it, cheese and eggs? No. So basically this girl I follow on Instagram, like, said, cook the cheese on the outside. So you basically put shredded cheese in the pan, let it get crispy. You know, like how you scrape the pan. You spray oh. the pan a little bit. And then you cook the egg on top of the cheese. So then when you have the outside, it's like this crispy, delicious cheese oh. on the outside of the omelet. And, um... That sounds bomb. Yeah. So I did that today and it was bomb. I put some onions in it and uh, a little garlic. All right. A little rosemary. Onions and eggs are a game changer. Oh, so good. So that's what I'm loving right now. I love it. It's not good for you, but who cares? Aren't aren't, aren't black people supposed to be lactose? I know. Is that something? It's a struggle mm. for my my digestive system, y'all. But that like a that's a stereotype, Ashley. <laughs> well, yeah. Shakira over here defying stereotypes, eating all the cheese in the land. See, black people do eat cheese. Proud of you, Kira, bringing those stereotypes. <laughs> hey, uh, I got hot boxed over there. I know. <laughs> um, I'm ready to get into the main topic this week. Today, we're asking: Are you down with stereotypes? According to the Dictionary of Psychology, stereotypes are are fixed, overgeneralized beliefs about a particular group or class of people. And as Black women, we are constantly grappling with how the outside world sees us versus the reality of who we actually are. So today, we want to share some of our lived experiences around stereotypes, Mm -hmm. why they exist, and how thinking all Black girls can dance gives some of us a complex. Not all of us can dance. No, no. And we're going to find out who doesn't have rhythm right after we hear. <laughs> then we shame them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made to be seen, very sexy push up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it. Your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Welcome back. Uh, I'm very excited to get into this conversation this week because I think it's a really interesting one. Um, are you guys down with stereotypes? I feel like first you have, we like stereotypes, it has like a very bad connotation to say, to stereotype. But um, I was doing a little reading and we are all stereotyping constantly. So uh, it's just a, a way to get through life. Our brains uh, need that simplification. But negative stereotyping, I would say, uh, no, I'm not down with it. I don't like it. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not uh, nice. <laughs> not nice. I mean, I like deeply, I have a lot of feelings around this topic. And like, you know, don't mind me uh, to our listeners that are out there. You'll come to learn that I, I deeply love Black feminist thought. And Bell Hooks talks about stereotypes uh, in her book, Representations of Whiteness in the Black Imagination. And I just want to kind of put this out there as we're talking about stereotypes and working our way through this conversation. She says, stereotypes, however inaccurate, are one form of representation. Like fictions, they are created to serve as substitutions standing in for what is real. They are there not to tell it like it is, but to invite and encourage pretense. They are a fantasy and projection onto the other that makes them less threatening. And stereotypes abound when there is distance. They're an invention, a pretense that no one knows uh, when the steps that would make real knowing possible cannot be taken or are not allowed. And what that really, like when I read that, I was just like, yes, because I feel like stereotypes leave out the nuance of who we are as individuals and who we are as people um, in a way that often Black women are not allowed to 
uh, to tell our own stories. Like we're always told this is who I am based on what someone else has said. Do you know what I mean? Like based on the images that we're given of what black women are. Yeah, I would bell hooks. I'm right there with you. I um, (laughs) agree. I think we've all been, I mean, I can guess that you've been stereotyped. I'd be very shocked if one of us said that we weren't, but um, it happens every day. And just being in this skin, I feel like you walk outside and it's a constant thing that happens mm-hmm. in a black woman's life. And for other people who who wear their, the thing that they're stereotyped for the most is something that we cannot control. And it is yeah. loud and clear when you look at us that we're black. Not that you forget that you're black, but you forget that people are looking at you and stereotyping what you look like. Mm -hmm. And then the the world reminds you, like, real quick, like. Right. (laughs) You could just be walking through the world like, la-di-da. Yeah. You know, people's perceptions of who you are. Mm -hmm. That that is funny that you say that because in thinking of times I've been stereotyped, um, one thing that like this must have been a year or two ago, and I was minding my business, living my best black life, you know, and right, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I forget what the conversation was, but I oh I told someone that I didn't have it was like a group of people, and I was like oh I don't have SAG insurance, um, and this person was just like. Why are you so like, oh, I'm from Minnesota. Like, and, and I was like, oh my God. Like they were Whoa. like, you you could have SAG insurance if you worked hard enough to have SAG. And I what? was just like, first of all, bitch, Whoa. sir. Because it was a man. Okay. It sound <laughs> like it. Toxic. Right. Like you don't in that moment I felt like he, which this happens a lot, thought that my personality is an act or something, or like that. I wasn't, a, like, I've brought up being my full self, which should be allowed. You know, all the right. stereotypes of, that people place on black women. Like, like you know you're not, you don't have issues uh, or insecurities. Like, hold up, brother. Um, I get to exist how I want to exist. Right. And, and you shouldn't, like, be telling me that I'm supposed to act a certain way because I'm a black woman. Like, that was very annoying to me. That part. I feel like in in a similar instant or not sort of similar, like I remember going to an audition. This was years ago. And when I did the audition, the casting director, a white woman was like, "Um, can you make that a little bit more ghetto? And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, what is it, this idea of like this character of a black woman and that's what you want me to pretend to be. And it's like, it's It's like they called you in to be a caricature of what they heard in their head that this black woman, like I've heard be more Wanda Sykes, which is a specific note of the exact same thing. Like that is asking for a very specific um, and love you, Wanda Sykes. You're freaking amazing. But right. it's, it's like, neg- like you said, Bell Hook said, negating your individuality and thrusting you into like this pool of what you're supposed to be just because you identify as a black woman. Whew, it's too much. <laughs> I don't, have you got, Kira, Ashley, have y'all ever been stereotyped? Like, what are your feelings about it? 
I mean, who hasn't been stereotyped? I feel like one of the <laughs> first times I remember um, being stereotyped, I was like, it's probably in sixth grade. And my family was going to Golden Corral for dinner, which I used to love. <laughs> okay, now Golden sounds Corral. Like disgusting. <laughs> Can you imagine Golden Corral in this day and age? Did you get um, lemon chicken? I re- always remember lemon chicken. Girl, I don't remember nothing but them rolls. <laughs> them rolls. So good. Yes. The free true. ice cream. That's true. Um, but we were uh, going, going to Golden Corral and there was like 12 or 13 you eat younger than or you eat uh, for cheaper if you're under 12 or 13. And I was. And so I said that I was. And we paid and we went to sit down and my mom went to the bathroom. And while my mom was in the bathroom, a waitress came and she sat down with us and she was being so like friendly and like she was like a cool, cute, older girl. And I was like, look at this older girl giving me all this attention and asking me questions about myself. Um, And then she finally got to the reason she sat down. She was like, "Um, and what school do you go to? And I said, I was like, Salem. And she's like, high school? And I said, oh, no, Salem Middle School. And she got up and she left. And like her whole purpose was to be there to see if I was underage or overage lying. And for so long, I thought it was because as 11, at 11 years old, I was damn near six foot tall. So I was like, oh, I got profiled because I'm so tall. She thought I was an adult. But I was like, oh, she also it was like a black thing because what was it to her? I don't know. I don't know. You come and investigate like you're the DA. Do and DAs it's so investigate? Because like, uh, well, no, they should be investigating, but do they? Jackie Lacey. <laughs> All right, let me calm down. <laughs> but like, I do, uh, like, I, it makes me so mad the way that black girls are like, mm-hmm. uh, like forced to, or, or the, the world makes us, like, puts us and as boys. older than we are, right? Like, and then the way that that shows up in, like, the schools, right? Like, where black kids are a problem or, I don't know. It's My really younger brother had, he's, now he's flourished into this artist who's, like, a visionary and he's, like, one of the smartest people I've ever met. But when he was young, he was very wild, wild, <laughs> like, just, like, not the kid who was going to sit down and listen to what he was like, you know, into something else. And being the only black kid in the and black family in the school, oh, the way they demonize my little brother. Like, Aww. just telling my parent, like, without any sort of professional um, knowledge, labeling him all sorts of different things. They said he had ADHD. And when he got to sixth grade, he literally told my mom, like, I don't want to take that medicine because it makes me feel weird. And after that, like... He's just skyrocketed. He graduated wow. from like he's done everything people said he wouldn't be able to do because mm. they just saw him, didn't know like the kind of family he was being raised mm-hmm. in and the nurturing that he was receiving at home. They just labeled him a problem because he is like a scary little black boy or man like they would see him at that age. I, I went to a school where uh, I mean, we're in an industry where you can be typecast and stereotype based off of how you look mm-hmm. and you sound. Mm-hmm. And like, I believe that, I mean, it's messy, but it is what it is kind of, you know, it's part of the job, like based off of the script, not based off of people hating you. But scripts not always written by us. <laughs> That's true. But I also do remember like when I first got to AMDA, he's like, you have a country urban accent. You'll never work until you get rid of your accent. And um, 
if y'all are listening at home, y'all can tell <laughs> that your girl. <laughs> they told you you have a country accent. A country urban accent. And that I will. This is a professor of yours? Yeah, a professor of mine. a white professor. And he was like, um, you won't work if you don't get oh. rid of that accent. And, and I'm sure my accent was stronger when I first got to school. So I was like, I mean, if I want to be a working actress, I, I have to assimilate. I have to do better. Uh, and, and then that was one. And then the other teacher, um, you sit in a class and you sit in the middle of the room and they like everybody typecast you. And if you've been to an acting class okay. like this, it's, it's crappy because it's like you're like the baby mama and you're oh. also like um, the girlfriend who like but he's not like loyal to you. He cheats on you with Sarah. Like <laughs> just like typecast. you're definitely the best friend, not an ingenue. And I remember being like, oh. OK, I'm a best friend. I'm not an ingenue. And it's like I'm paying for people to stereotype and typecast and for it to come off the tip of people's tongues so effortlessly like right this like is to not think see. twice about it this is who mm -hmm. you are and like um especially for them to be professors it just was such a shitty feeling but um but, like that's like what it is getting though on that. yeah especially too when you look at your peers who are getting like beautiful lead like and mm -hmm. it's like white women oh, like the two pretty mm -hmm. white girls in my class were ingenues and there were some white women who weren't but the uh the, and they were and I think that's okay I don't think them winning takes away from me winning but I also think that the system was so rigged especially when I was in school that it was psychologically <laughs> making you feel it's like so traumatic trying though. to get in your head like as you're trying to like make it in this industry and like shit you know I mean all of us have been there to an extent mm -hmm. I remember a, a casting director workshop from like a major studio I remember I like you know you pay to go to those workshops and stuff and the person there was like I don't know why you guys are making it hard on yourselves like you're not gonna be the lead like you're you're making it hard for yourself just accept that you're gonna be the best friend or right. like whatever and I'm like damn like this is really like that was my introduction to to this industry I was like cool 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 and yeah. what's weird is the business that we work in is so powerful in creating imagery and creating mm. these stereotypes yep. like that's where they a lot of them come from like it's literally just people associating an experience that they've had or seen on TV or mm -hmm. that's why black people or, you know, people of color, our imagery on television is so important because for a lot of middle Americans, that's their only experience with somebody who doesn't look like them is from television. Um, and the, you guys remember Save the Last Dance and Carrie Washington had that speech. Oh, yes. And she's just like, <laughs> black women, Sarah. <laughs> my teacher gave me that for the <laughs> film class. And I was just asking my butt off as Carrie Wash, black people. That's why. Because you came in white and right. Hey. <laughs> what did she say? She's like, you come around here taking our men. Taking our men from jail, <laughs> drugs, and drive-bys. And you take one of the good ones. And it's like, that's literally jail, drugs, and drive-bys is how white middle America associates. <laughs> uh, but it's so sad because people. that, like, it becomes an implicit bias that then yeah. a shows up at the bias. Golden Corral, yeah. right? Yeah. That shows up in schools when kids are, like, policed and, like, arrested for yeah. existing or being too loud or mm -hmm. deemed dangerous. And it's like, oh, it has a real impact. Once I was at the beach 
um, with a friend. And there was this little, he couldn't have been five or six, the cutest little black boy just like running around playing football with his friends. And this white woman and her children were sitting like next to us. And I forget what happened, but she was like, that man, I mean, that boy, like she called Mm. that five-year-old boy Mm. a man. And we were like, oh shit. Freudian slip. You see a threat. You see a man when you're looking at this baby right here. Right. Like, and he doesn't have, like, imagine if you were a police officer or like he Mm -hmm. had an issue at school and you were called to calm him down in your uniform. Like you would not see you would not have compassion for him the same way somebody who knows he's a child. Yeah. Would. Like that's a baby. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, that's the same way that they got into all of our not. I mean, I wasn't born then, but uh, when I watched, I think, was it Ava DuVernay's um documentary uh about prison where the super predator oh, 13th? the 13th yeah 13th um super predator and how mm. you know one of the um people talking said that we even black people at home were like worried that our sons were super predators because uh they had put it in the news and the stereotype of it of mm-hmm. black men being aggressive and da 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 and them not being being us being able to trust them um it's the repetition. And we internalize it. You internalize these feelings. So this woman sees this six-year-old man. And it's like <laughs> a super predator. And it's like, I was like depressed that day. That is like, I was just like <laughs> blank, mind blown that like, oh shit. He's like two feet tall. And he's you literally see that like blowing bubbles and like uh, playing hopscotch. And she's like, danger, danger. I mean, uh, but this uh, showed up with, uh, oh boy, was it Amy Cooper? Who was like, oh, I saw this man in the park and let me call it like. I mean, but then we have like Tamir Rice, like actual children. Yeah. And he just was a tall kid. Like he looked threatening to somebody because they saw the color of his skin, not that his eyes were the eyes of a child. Uh, I know. Do you guys have things uh, outside of being black, like other things that you are stereotyped for? Yeah, I think I'm stereotyped sometimes for being African. Like, I think people think that I think I'm better than them when I really am just, like, working on myself and focus. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like in my own head and, like, I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking, you know? Like, that's But do you, um, it, it just, not to, to poke the bear, but that answer is the answer of someone who would be like, yeah, of course I'm better than you. I'm working on myself, okay? I don't have time <laughs> to deal with you. I don't never thought I was better than anyone in anything because I know I'm not perfect. So that would be nuts to mm-hmm. to think that. But I have had experiences with, like, just my whole life, people, and especially when I got to Spelman and after college, like, certain people associate being African with some sort of arrogance. And we, I mean, we're fucking into our shit, a lot of us. So that's a confidence that comes with trying to own who you are and, um, you know, being mm-hmm. proud of your culture or whatever. So mm-hmm. I've definitely um, felt that at times. Do you think mm-hmm. like knowing about a stereotype impacts how you go through life? Yeah, definitely. Like, have you guys gotten the dominatrix stereotype before? The dominatrix? I'm a six foot one black woman. <laughs> <Why am> I- <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I got that when I was 12. Oh, yeah. good damn. Damn. But I feel like that is like, that like definitely makes me like not ever want to present in that way at all to like have somebody thrust that on me. Like, let me let you know I'm a dominatrix. Don't just think. But like, I feel like everyone assumes like black women can just hand, like handle it. I don't know if you saw that meme. It was like, man, black women go through so much. And then it's like someone reaching out a hand and she's like drowning. And she's like, help me. (laughs) They give her a high five. Mm -hmm. They're like, go black women. Y'all are so strong. She's going to swim out of that wave. Um, and save everyone else. I do feel like, too, if you, I don't know, for me, um, I've had this with either guys I've dated or even other women where, um, I don't know, this was when I was younger and it sounds, I'll just say it. Just, like she thinks, <laughs> just say it, Kira. She thinks, say she, it. Like, she thinks she cute, kind of, like, and she thinks That's she's so better stupid. than, and I'm like, but I don't like I never I'm very I feel like I've always been pretty down to earth and like sometimes someone will won't get to know me. I even have a friend um, who has a friend who's just like she would she thinks she's so cool. Like Vivian's friend said that about me and I was like, what? I think I'm so like I think I'm better than or or whatever. And she's just assuming that because she's like, I think she looks cute and she dresses cute. And I was like, that's kind, but we do improv comedy together and I've just I've never had a conversation with you, girl. Like that that's was- a reflection of that person. Yeah. And that's right. what a lot of stereotypes come from. Like yep. how you made her feel because you were just walking being mm-hmm. yourself. Just yeah. and she loving felt yourself. a certain way about that. <laughs> like I know you've had a few things, Ash, with being tall. I know the the, um, the um, Empire State Building one is. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's, it's less about like how I like how I get hit on is uh, less about it, but like I feel like I've been stereotyped as like what type of woman I would be because I'm tall. Like mm-hmm. I'm usually classified as like intimidating or like oh you know, your man gonna have to be big so he can handle you. Uh, mm. Like I'm like I'm aggressive or, you know, like, mm-hmm. so I think for me, it's been like a lifetime of like knowing that I can't hide because I'm <laughs> too big to hide and knowing that people see me, one, as black, which is uh, aggressive. And then two, as this very big presence that is aggressive. So I'm like, how can I not uh, be yes. too? I was gonna <sighs> ask, do you counter that and or have you found that you counter that in a certain way to because you don't want like what I, I mean with the definitely in school specifically like it's, and then there's growing up with my family who I would say are like the type of black folk who are like you better not give white people anything to talk about you better mm. act right so like mm. lots of respectability politics so I Very was much. skewing away from everything aggressive everything like that would give me uh, attention and then anything that was deemed ghetto mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I was skewing away from all of that stuff um for a long time but I think um I think as I got older, I, in in journaling a lot, was like, oh, you know that thing that I I kind of like to do, but I don't do because of what my parents said it looks like or what other people will think? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm allowed to be angry because sometimes I get mad Mm -hmm. and I (laughs) I have points. 
Even <laughs> if I want to eat fried too. chicken and watermelon, I'm gonna eat fried chicken and watermelon. I really would. I love it. But like the the anger, like, and that's yeah. the part because I I definitely relate, Ashley. I feel like I like, and maybe y'all can't see my face, but like I feel like sometimes I've been told I have resting nice face, and like I do feel like I had in the past, like definitely leaned more into like, well, let me be nice. And if I can just, but like Solange is like in my mind, like I got a lot to be mad about. And I do like it. There's such, there's so much in the world, so much fuck shit that we encounter on a day-to-day basis that it's like, it's a wonder that any of us are even like able to just exist. You know what I mean? Like, but like when they say, oh, well, you're just an angry black woman, it like I feel like it takes away the nuance and the reasons why mm-hmm. we are mad. And I really love that like Shonda does like have a lot of like black women lead characters, right, that yeah. are complicated and complex and like you Layered. get to see. Right. Yeah. Because we're not just some flat stereotype of like, well, there's, yeah. there's an angry black woman, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that of any person. I feel like. People are so complex. A lot, not all, but a lot of most people are very complex. It's, you know, we will never hear someone's inner thoughts and and really feel how they feel deeply about a thing or why they think a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's how um, it also affects us in a way like where if we've ever stereotyped someone or like had a thought that wasn't great yeah i mean i don't know if you guys have i'm i'm sure i definitely i mean i feel like everyone's racist in traffic yeah um i've definitely said some things that i shouldn't have said on the 101 um (laughs) (laughs) but i try to 101 be bringing out the worst in you it really does um you ever use a word in traffic that you've never used and you're like oh i didn't know i i didn't know i said that out i could say that out loud Mm -hmm. like i generally don't like swear a lot and when i'm just talking i'll you know drop one here and there but one time I was on the phone with my mom and I forgot that she was on. And it was just like, you You know, like yeah. one of those like possessed, possessed. swearing possessed. Uh, moments. Like, as these people will drive you to <laughs> lose your mind. I feel Sometimes. like the devil like comes out of you and drives yeah. you. And you're like, Holter, whoa, guys. whoa, who, where did that come from? And then like, <laughs> like, I've never said that, but, um, that's but like, like that's so real. Like we keep so like we, the, the messages that we receive, like mm-hmm. whether we want to or not, or aware of it, like they're still embedded in all of us. And there's like so much work that we have to do to like unpack that and be like, why am I saying this? And what's happening? And what's going on with me? I know like in high school, I very much believed that like, uh, you know, queer folks were inherently like sinful or bad, right? And like part of that coming from like an ideology that was like, you're going to burn in a lake of fire for being queer. And I was like, that was like such internalized hatred for myself. Like I used to quote like, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And it's like, (laughs) the internalized homophobia that like I took on being a queer black woman. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. these stereotypes permeate our existence. Mm -hmm. Like we have to work so hard to be like, no. do you think that old people drive bad because we stereotype them to do so or because they, <laughs> actually, they bad drivers? No. Or because they are bad drivers. 
well. I think it's that. science behind that, to be honest with you, though. Like, at a no, certain age, your cognitive skills slow up. <laughs> they get a little messy. They're not as good. And you might need to sit down in the back seat or the side seat if you can. I will say the one thing that I see on the road that makes me the most mad is old people driving and also texting. Because I'm like, if you need me to program your microphone or your your iPhone or your remote control, you can't handle driving in in an electronic. You just can't. (laughs) And I'm sorry that's a stereotype. Uh, I... I there's a specific example that I think about it haunts me a little bit um of me and my best friend stereotyping which is crazy that I just said that story about that boy but okay so we're in Florida <laughs> um during a college spring break like in the grandparents village you know grandparents type Florida and her, mm. my best friend's grandparents took us to this restaurant and it was like this family who makes food and they sing. And it was just like this really cute black family who has this small business where they run a buffet and like dinner, dinner uh, entertainment. Okay. And next to us, a touch of class in Sarasota, Florida. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> um, next to us was somebody's like 16th birthday party and they had a full like airbrush backdrop. People were posing, taking selfies. And, um, you know, we were in college, so we were, like, into marijuana, and it was very hard (laughs) to find it. Um, So we were like, oh, that guy looks like he would know where the weed is at. Why was this boy a seventh grader? And, (gasps) like, he was about to shit himself scared when we asked him if he knew where the – Like, he just was. was, like, a little boy and did not – But he he was very tall. He looked um, Mm. like he was well into high school. And we stereotyped him in that moment. And (sighs) little boy, if you're listening and you remember, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That's, Um, like, the real part. Like, when you're – like, I appreciate that – don't cancel me. We're no, exploring was, this. No, no, because like this is, I think, part of what it is to learn in public. Do you know what I mean? Or to have these difficult conversations about like the ways that we have misstepped or internalized stuff. Like uh, to talk about that process mm-hmm. is such a vulnerable thing to be like, I fucked up in this way. And like being able to reflect back on it is also important, even as we've been stereotyped ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. That's real. But that I think that goes into like what are stereotypes that aren't real that we're like if we were the stereotype court today, (laughs) damning them, canceling them. What'd you say, Ash? Here, here. Here, here. here. (laughs) What are we denouncing and debunking on this dais? Oh, I nope. hereby, <laughs> I hereby debunk that black women don't like country music. God bless the broken roof. Okay. <laughs> That's my shower song, y'all. Okay. It's such a good one. It's such a and good one. I feel tell like you, we've I sang him, that together, actually. We have. Before. We have. I heard him sing in um, live, and I was like, you, he has the voice 
of a gospel singer, like a black yeah. woman gospel singer. Um, rest, rascal flats. I do, up, but yeah. he's very close to like Christian rock, which you yeah. know I Who rock is this? with. Rascal flats. No, no, or just not the kind of Christian general. rock you listen but to. But that guy, that song I've heard on like the Christian rock radio station. God well, they, bless the broken I'm road. Glad that they, yeah. I'm glad that they yeah. put on a banger because the other one that you <laughs> listen to is Nic- horrible. Uh, what is Nickelback? And, <laughs> no, Nickelback uh, is wonderful. I'm talking see? about, uh, what was that one? Come and get higher, look at my lips. No, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was I can only imagine. You imagine. Yeah. Yeah. That, that day over too. To right? Pop. I mean, it's to be fair, great. that they had like a, a commercial for that in the early but 2000s. But then I, I can go really <laughs> far into like Flyleaf, like, I can can feel you all no too much too much too mm-hmm. far too much yeah, no I know I know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about you played it we didn't many listen a time. to that much <laughs> Look, Christian rock in the Catholic church but yeah, yeah. Uh, but all that I just feel like there is uh, an idea of what black women listen to mm-hmm. and what is black music and what is mm-hmm. not uh-huh. and music is music Mm, and also true. the way that we dance, you know, I I hereby denounce stereotypes that all black women can dance. Mm-hmm. I take the pressure off. Stand mm-hmm. loud and proud for the rhythmless nation that exists out there. <laughs> I wish y'all could see her hand flailing. It is not in any she kind looks of rhythm. Like, um, George Washington. <laughs> not all of us can dance, okay? And that's okay. Uh, Or dance on beat, because here's the thing. I do enjoy moving. I just don't always... Uh, move to the beat of what people think are acceptable. I love that you did a mm. beat like a move, and there was no beat, Her but I knew that it was rolling. But there was no beat, and I knew it was off the beat. And that's you know. My music friend did tell me that there is a stereotype that uh, black people dance to the twos and the fours, and then white people dance to the ones and the threes. So Yasmin, maybe you want to try those ones and threes. I mean, the or idea of counting two, three, no, you don't. Dance. Ha- yeah. Mm-hmm. But Yasmin, you, when we shot our short Kings video, you were very like, I can't. And you did it. Mm-hmm. Oh my With god, yeah, that was the scariest out. fucking thing. Mamia was like, you got this, you got this. And I felt so encouraged. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, you'll notice those cuts. It didn't go all the way through the choreo. <laughs> I literally was like, yes, they're not going to edit a version where you look at it. They'll even, they'll edit this. Don't stress. I was sweating and it wasn't the wig. <laughs> <laughs> I was sweating. There is a lot of pressure on black women to be able to dance yeah. well and to have oh, fat ass. Especially the twerk. We can't all twerk. Yeah, we can't all twerk. Yeah. Um, it's hard Don't to twerk. Don't over-sexualize us. Yeah. It is. It's a lot. Which... It's an exercise. Uh, Megan, uh, I, I hope know, she gets strong. better soon. She's strong. But she would be breaking them knees down and them booty cheeks at the same time. And I'm just like, <laughs> girl, that's a sport. <laughs> it is. And I am not an athlete in that form. So I, I, I hereby would also like to denounce another decree. Is that Speak oh. on it. Well, not all black men have huge wieners. <gasps> oh. <Skirt? laughs> what? What? You don't agree? What? No, That's I'm not. The smallest wiener no, I've funny. ever seen belong to a black man. I will say I am so, here to debunk that, word. but I also am here to say, you know, if you Google world <laughs> oh, science. Lord. No, if you Google science, there's like this one uh, article. Everyone type in science. Science. <laughs> 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 science about that dick. Wiener science. Wiener science. 
intense. It was like uh, a certain place in Africa, the Congo in Nigeria, has the record on record the biggest dicks. But that doesn't mean that all black men have big dicks just because a uh, high percentage in certain thing, cultures do. Right. Like I some imagine. of us can dance, some cannot. Some cannot. Yeah. Some got big dicks, some do not. <laughs> I imagine it puts a similar pressure that, like, you know, I too, yes, I don't have no rhythm, but I, there's a lot of pressure on black women being able to dance very well. And mm. I'm like, I don't need all that pressure. And I wonder if it's the same for like black men. If you're kind of below average, yeah. are you really antsy right before you do to do? Mm. Maybe before I take my pants off. That's my mm. stereotypical black man voice. Uh-huh. I just watched. Uh, there's something I need to let you know. <laughs> I gotta know. let you know. <laughs> I got an average dick, not know. above average, <laughs> but an average dick. <laughs> there was. Why are you saying it like Martin Luther King? No, I'm just picturing dick. He had a he had an average dick, <laughs> and I come to you from the mountain. Ha <laughs> 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 Oh man. We love you, black men. Yes, we do. I just w- watched the show and uh, the girl was like, I like black guys. And she was like, okay. And yeah, as you know what I'm talking about. What I, show was it? I May Destroy You. Oh, oh, and I was just oh, like, oh, oh, it was so cringeworthy. I was like, stop oh my it, God. stop. I wanted to sink into the ground or like into my own skin. Like anytime someone is like, oh, I just, I, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Don't grow up in Minnesota Ugh. in the early 2000s. Because it's like that line between fetish and like health, yeah. you know, like in a thing and being like, no, I did only like Kardashian level. You know what I mean? Like everybody mm. in that household like black men. <laughs> they did. At one point. I that know. Was a, I don't know what their branding decided to change to. When the mom got a black children, man. Beautiful olive children. Yes, they are beautiful. Um, and I and they are, look like a fun time. They are like some fun. <laughs> they look kids. real fun. <laughs> Those kids look like fun. <laughs> What's that little one with the um, Kim's littlest one? I don't know any of their names. Um, <laughs> super cute. <laughs> um, I think like what I'm hearing with all of these like stereotypes that we're debunking is like black women deserve to uh, tell their stories on their own terms to define who they are for themselves. Um, and I, I know I sort of began us with a quote from Bell Hooks. I want to end us with a real quick quote from Audre Lorde and another from Zora Neale Hurston. Two <laughs> very quick. It's and so then I want to read the, their eyes were watching God. <laughs> and then you come <laughs> when Yasmin says a quick anything, I know I it's not. I promise it's so small. <laughs> but also, I know myself. So uh, Audre Lorde says, if I didn't define myself for myself, I would be crunched into other people's fantasies for me and eaten alive. And I get chills because I'm just like, it is on us to share our stories and write our, our, our things and our reality and our lived experiences and talk about it as it is. And talk about Nickelback then, because we love them, right? This is how you remind Don't get me started out of this Blasting Nickelback out of the back of a cab. Meanwhile, I hid my face. I was like, I can't be seen in this. What was the? Why you don't like breaking stereotypes? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't 
like there is some music, but Nickelback did not get to me. I I will attest. I, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry <laughs> at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, I, I'm gonna go play him right after this. To be honest, with you. <laughs> come on, give us that last verse. Nickelback, yeah, if you'd like to yes. be a guest on You Down, please. <laughs> Nickelback. Um, hey guys, I just get it. Thirsty Please. for Nickelback. What's your and other quote? Yeah. The last quick quote, uh, Zora Neale Hurston says, if you are silent about your pain, they will kill you and say you enjoyed it. And I realize I just took us down a little bit and I wanted to end us with some joy or light. But, uh, but. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the world is hot for black women. So yeah, that's what y'all gonna get. But low-key, uh, I felt like, dang, like they gonna kill you and say you enjoy But that's it. what happens. Uh, These stereotypes, they tell us who we are, and then it's like, but you enjoy, you enjoy this, right? We do have to own, like, I feel like that's what we've talked about. Like, we mm-hmm. we need to define who we are for ourselves. and Preach. And Amen. stop allowing mm-hmm. other outside projections mm-hmm. and interpretations of who and what we're supposed to be to dictate who we are. Because only you can prevent, can prevent can forest, forest fires. fires. <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> I meant only you can give somebody the permission to, you know, belittle you or categorize you. Yeah. You have mm. the power. I the feel power. a song coming on. <laughs> I believe OOD is the future. Oh, okay. You said oh, I believe, and I was like, I was I like, oh no, Kira. You guys are no, so no, silly. No. <laughs> we're not, I can't we're not gonna I know stop. I can't Our fly. sponsors want to talk to us, you guys. Uh, we, and we need to give some advice to a lucky Oh, yes. Ooh. Um, but yeah, let's throw it to our sponsors really quick. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. All right, welcome back. Thank you, lovely sponsors. Um, it's time for us to give some advice. Yeah. Uh, this one Shakira's going to read is a doozy. Let's I'm excited. Dear OOD, my cousin and I have been best friends since we were born and tell each other everything. Aww. She recently got engaged and I found out her engagement ring is a fake engagement <gasps> ring and her fiance told her it is worth way more than it is. Ooh, oh, no. no. I knew he was lying to her immediately because I used to work for a jeweler. Oh. She keeps posting oh. it online and is very <laughs> proud because it is so big, almost Ooh. to a bragging point. Creating its own Instagram. Stop it. Any person who knows about rings would know that something is off about it. I know it's none (laughs) of my business, but should I tell her to get it appraised? Mm. (laughs) See, that's... Uh, How did she sign it? Oh, she said... Who who is her... What's her name? uh, Trying to help is her name. Mm. Wow. I don't know if you're trying, trying to help to or you're trying to start some trying stuff. Out. I know, trying to help and call yeah. out. <laughs> trying to call out is her name, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's touchy. Yeah, because she she going to feel some type of way and it's going to be directed towards you. It's always the messenger yep. that, mm-hmm. that yep. gets the, the mm. brunt of the pain. Um, mm. I say it's really none of your business, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she is making a fool out of herself, but it's on her. She shouldn't be bragging about her big ring. And <laughs> if she finds out that it's fake, then let God humble you. Uh, that, thank you for that. Like a, a whole Instagram, I just feel like that's not that I'm hating on her, but she's not the type of person I think I would want to hang out with. Yeah. Um, but I would leave myself out of it. Like let her find that out on her own time because. When people are, like, engaged in their marriage and stuff, it gets really touchy. Like, mm-hmm. if you're single, she might think you're just hating on her. Uh-huh. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not coming from a good place. So maybe just reserve those words. I just, I just, there is something to be said, though, about him lying to her. Yeah, that's messed that up, That mm-hmm. feels a little something. Again, that's none of my business. But 
if the foundation of your marriage is starting on a lie, Oof. like you have to be able to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you have to tell the truth. And if he's lying and being like, yeah, I spent one million dollars on this <laughs> ring and like he got it from a Cracker Jack box. Like, yeah. <sighs> also, too. You think the friend should tell, though? It's not her marriage. But it's her friend if she knows. I don't know. I'm indifferent where I would want to be told, um, even if it would break my heart, even if she has to sneak and tell me, like, you know, get somebody else, like tell her somebody else to kind of get <laughs> Do you, you remember what happened on Jersey Shore when <laughs> Snooki and Jenny told Sammy through a letter that Ron was cheating? It was bad. They oh, have no. seasons of stuff about that. Oh, wow. Okay. Seasons. I love that you just Such got Jersey Shore <laughs> It stuck with me. It stuck with yeah. me. Don't do it. I, but they that's signed her family. Anonymous. I think mar- marriages, mar- people's relationships, there's like a line. Like some people do not want to hear you give any advice or a peep except positivity about their relationship, even if you know that mm-hmm. it's shit. I mean, um, mm-hmm. my best ahead. friend, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my best friend just lost a friend. Um, well, she didn't completely lose her, but she lost a friend who was just like, yeah, I didn't feel like you were happy, me, happy for me for my wedding mm-hmm. and all of this. Okay. But low key, this girl is crazy. Like, Mm-hmm. I hope she don't listen to this, but she crazy. <laughs> <laughs> there or, is a chance. She's a black woman. <laughs> yes, yes. Remember when I told you David was lying about being five eleven? Though you didn't like that. Oh, He's that five ten thing. and a half. See, that's different. That's what I say at auditions when I'm trying to book a role. No, <laughs> it's a lie. He, that's a stretch. A lie. <laughs> it's a lie. And five, and five ten and a half and is I, also a lie. <laughs> No, I think, but he was like, he got all his, like, maybe the conversion from, what is it, the metric system? I'm just messing. Actually, I can't take it. (laughs) So basically trying to help um, slash shady. What what advice do we have for her? Tell her or don't tell her? I say let it ride out. The thing's going to fizzle itself because he's a liar anyway. Ooh, or you could, trying to help, you could be like, oh, you should go get it cleaned at this I'll jeweler. I'll clean it for you. Mm-hmm. And then they can be like Mm-mm. the reality. Or start playing songs about lying and cheating and just be like, does this make <laughs> you think about anything? Start being real. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a, ver- a like Jordan Peele get out version of Put a Ring on It by Beyonce. Like a horror movie. Oh, yes. I'm here for it. We went in Academy. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) I already have chills. All right, trying to help. We tried to help too. I hope you (laughs) like the advice that we gave you about maybe telling and maybe not telling. (laughs) Best of luck. (laughs) Expert advice right there. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in please remember to subscribe to our podcast um and if you want to show us love you can rate and review this podcast it it helps us know what we can do better and that you're listening and make sure to come hang out with us on the internet uh you can find us at obama's other daughters on instagram at ood improv on twitter facebook at obama's other daughters find us type in our name uh but if you find malia and Sasha, tell them we said hello. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. <laughs> and if you need some advice or you know someone who does, uh, send your letters to us at oodpodcast at gmail.com. 
We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Come back. You Down is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.